What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Walnow, and today is a day. It is a day that you get to hear from one of my favorite people on earth, Patricia King. I absolutely love this woman, and I had the privilege of serving her ministry with an internship, a media internship, for three months in Phoenix. And while I was there, I was immersed in family, in culture of honor, in a people who are set apart, who are the real deal. When they say we're gonna go drive around the city and pray, they literally go drive around the city and pray. And they believe in the power of hearing God's voice and releasing it. And Patricia is a prophet, she's a powerful speaker. She's one of the biggest influences in my life because I so admire the way she chooses the voice of the Lord and his heart in all things in an uncompromising way. And my hope and heart is that you, no matter what sphere of influence you're in, are encouraged to live a life set apart. We're talking about reformation, we're talking about reformers today, and we all play a role in this, whether we're serving somebody who's a reformer in the vision the Lord gave them, or whether you are the reformer who gets the solution and has to be on the front line, gets to be on the front line, to bring the solution to earth as it is in heaven. I'm excited because this is a now message. This is a 2020 message. And my hope and heart is that you would open up your heart to receive it and to lean into him all the days of your life and pursue the things God puts inside you and around you. You are so loved. If you find value in this message, please go rate it, subscribe to this podcast, leave a written review, whatever it may be. But I'm so excited for you to hear from Patricia King. Once again, have an amazing day. And I will catch you next Wednesday. Okay, so after that beautiful introduction, I am so happy that you are joining us today, Patricia. How are you? I am fantastic. <laughs> Good. I We are having an amazing weekend here in Phoenix. We and you are pouring into a group of millennials and you have been answering questions and you have really you have been a standard bearer for this generation and that is something that i really admire and i believe we're all called to do in many ways mm-hmm. and so one of those ways is through reformation and you have an amazing message for reformers could you talk to us about we're diving in guys um so would you talk to us about what is a reformer And what is the call of the reformer? Yeah, I think that we are going to see quite a transition in this next era. uh, Because in this last season, we've been very focused on revival, renewal, which is so important because we need to be refreshed. uh, We need to be revitalized. um, To revive means to bring back to life. So we always need that on a personal basis and on a corporate basis. And it's not that God's not going to revive anymore. He definitely is. But Reformation is different because Reformation is about reforming, Mm -hmm. bringing change, bringing uh, new structures in that will support that change. And so uh, we're going to see a breed of reformers raised up who will be able to discern um, the issues that need to be exposed or revealed Mm -hmm. and then solutions to go with it so that we can have transformation. And I believe it's going to be not only on personal levels and local church levels, it's definitely going to hit the church um, on a broad sense, but also the world. Yeah. And I know that we need it in government, in the um, education systems, uh, especially right Absolutely. now. Uh, we need to target the education systems, but even for a country's moral values in that, mm-hmm. there needs to be reform. And uh, to get back to the Bible, one of the things that we have been seeing in the last number of years is uh, people 
um, who know the Lord are not reading the word or they're twisting the word and taking it out of context. So Mm -hmm. um, I believe that God's going to bring a divine alignment to that. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be really good. So in this season of Reformation, there's going to be two aspects that are going to be seen clearly. Mm -hmm. And the first is a season of exposure. Yes. And that's very important. And sometimes people will say, well, exposing isn't very loving, you know, because God covers and we're, we're told to, you know, love covers a multitude of sin or whatever. But there's times when something needs to come into exposure. Yes. And usually the first level of exposure is direct from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So when there's things that he is speaking to your heart about, conviction that he's speaking, um, he'll go directly to you heart to heart mm-hmm. and you'll start to feel his conviction. Mm-hmm or what he's revealing. And then if that is not heated over time, he'll continue and continue and continue to reveal. And then if that's not heated, he'll he'll bring someone else into the picture. He'll reveal it to someone else yeah. so that it gives you a greater opportunity to align with God because divine glory does not come without divine alignment. That alignment to God's word and his purposes has to come because everything outside of that will bring decay and corruption and and mishap. So we always want to be in alignment with God. And so after that, if it's still not heated to eventually, it'll come to public exposure. Mm -hmm. Now on the news recently, we see so much public exposure. I mean, it is being broadcast for all. And actually in Luke chapter 12, Jesus himself said, but there is nothing covered up that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. According, whatever you have said in the dark will be heard in the light and what you have whispered in the inner rooms will be proclaimed upon the housetops. And so we see here Jesus saying, Exposure is important. Now, we know God is love. Mm -hmm. So Jesus would never do anything that is not loving. So obviously, this kind of exposure is loving. And we're going to see more of it because when things are going on behind the scenes, unchecked, people get hurt, uh, they get wounded, they get abused, all those things happen. So it has to be brought into alignment. But exposure itself isn't going to bring reformation but it's important it's like going to the doctor if you had pain in your body and your body's not functioning properly you go to the doctor he's going to do tests on you Mm -hmm. to expose the problem right so let's say that you've got um, a cancerous tumor in your body Mm -hmm. or a broken leg or a, um, a bacteria infection According, First of all, be healed in Jesus' name. <laughs> according to what is exposed uh-huh. is how, how you will treat it. Right. So right. there is a solution. Of course, miracle working power of Jesus Christ <laughs> is, a, is a big solution. Yes. But you can't apply the solution without knowing, that's true. knowing the issue. So that's why it's very important to have um, the Holy Spirit expose what needs to come into yeah. Reformation right now. And um, once you you know that the cancerous tumor can be removed right um the broken leg can be mended mm-hmm. um the bacteria can be killed by antibiotics or whatever mm-hmm. you know exactly what solution to apply and that's what the reformers are going to do they I are going that. to understand from god what needs reform and then that. they will be able to bring the solution and we see this like in the second great awakening for example a great awakening where God was bringing his church back into alignment. It started in the first great awakening with 
preachers like the Wesley brothers and Jonathan Edwards, who were holiness preachers, but they were also brilliant um, in the political realm and in the education realm. Mm -hmm. So they actually brought reform and due to the the first great awakening the united states um moral conscience was embedded into the nation right. through that move of the spirit and we're wow. believing for for a return of that we yes. need that right now but in the second great awakening you've got people like finney a holiness um a preacher who preached very convicting sermons and people came to the lord under that conviction and started to see what was wrong in society and mm -hmm. one of the issues that came forward at that time was slavery and so their mindset started to change they started seeing things in the word started preaching um, about the freedom mm -hmm. that all men should enjoy and as a result of that awakening and those reformers that rose up uh, we have uh, freedom from slavery today mm -hmm. the civil war was part of that whole movement and so sometimes reformation it can be um it you know it can be volatile mm -hmm. it can be uh, violent right it says the kingdom suffers violence but the violent take it by force right. and so that's not like out of hatred or man's anger um james clearly says that the anger of man does not achieve the righteousness of God, mm -hmm. but we need the love of God to compel us so that we can see the greater glory. Yeah. Any time that we sow to the flesh, we will reap corruption, according to Galatians 6. So we don't want to be sowing to the flesh. We don't right. want a harvest of wickedness in our lives or in the nation's life. Right. And so that's why reform is very important. I love that. I'm, I'm listening to you and I think this message is so powerful. I, I do see so much of this happening and there are many of you listening in right now, and you're in so many different spheres of influence. You could be a stay-at-home mom. You could be a teacher. You could be running for a political position. You could be a pastor. I mean, there's a number of things. Do you, would you say that everybody is a reformer on some level, or would you say that there are so it, that's like almost like a position in the body of Christ, or how would you define that to people? Well, singing? Jesus um, is our greatest example of being a reformer. <laughs> he reformed mankind by making us new creations. Yeah. And if he lives in us, then we are all called to release reformation. Wow. But it might be on different levels. Not everyone is called to be a leader. Some are called to come alongside and give support and to give voice. I believe we can all give voice. Yes. We can all put our, our hands to reformation okay. um, because of the reformer who lives inside of us. But even when we look at um, issues that you are involved in, like um, pro-life and mm -hmm. addressing the abortion issue, that was just brought in in the 1960s that opened up the door to the nation to have a, a bloody massacre of many uh, lives that will never fulfill destiny because their lives were taken. And you're being a voice, you're being an advocate for that. And so we are going to see reformation it has to be reformed according to God's divine mandate, right? And so we see people like uh, Lou Engle. Mm -hmm. who for years has been addressing this issue, yes. calling convocations of prayer together, fasting. Um, I would call him a reformer. Mm -hmm. I would call him a voice as one crying in the wilderness that is calling for divine alignment. I would call you the same. And there's many others in your generation, mm -hmm. particularly who are going to do great things for God in bringing alignment back to his purposes. I love that. I, I feel encouraged by this. And I think one of the things that so many of us see is somebody may be listening and not know that they're a reformer, but they are. So 
when you're when you're passionate about something, you know, oftentimes Facebook can be a whole of, you know, complaining and saying what's wrong all the time and there isn't a solution. How can you identify if they're tuning in right now like, oh, this is an area of reformation. Like I'm a reformer here. And and what can they practically do moving forward to understand how to move forward? Right. Well, one of the things is when you see issues that are brought into exposure, um, for example, I'll just give you an example right now, is that it, it became known to us that there was a lot of abuse, especially sexual immorality and abusive behaviors going on in the body of Christ from right. leaders in the body of Christ. Right. So when that came to exposure level, it was like so disheartening. Right. No one wants to to see that. No right. one wants to believe that it's even happening, but it was, and so it was proven people had come forward, just like you see in the world, it's coming forth in the world, as well as going to court and trial in the world, mm-hmm. and so we're seeing that in the body of Christ on many different levels. But I remember... Um, the day that there was a uh, verdict, so to speak, made concerning this particular situation. And I thought, I feel so sad about this. Mm -hmm. I feel so sad because exposure has come. It turned out to be absolutely true. Mm. Uh, And and all I'm feeling is sadness. I just don't know what to do. I feel overwhelmed. And in that second, God opened up the heavens Mm -hmm. and poured into my heart an apostolic mandate that was a solution right now in this particular case that we were working on there was dozens and dozens of documented uh, cases of um, uh, sexual um, abuse Mm -hmm. Um, a person abused their position um, and took advantage of people sexually as a result of that but one of the things that I heard in every victim that I was involved in is like I was told I couldn't speak. I was told I had to keep quiet Mm. about it. I was warned and threatened. I was like, you know, and so you listen to it over and over and over again and your heart breaks. And the victims in this situation during the exposure were not being addressed, um, you know, so it was a very confusing thing for them saying, well, I've been abused in this, but the one who's getting attention is the one who abused Mm -hmm. me. And so it was very confusing. So in this moment when enlightenment came, Mm -hmm. it was God gave me this whole download for a new department in our ministry called Voice for Victims. Which is amazing. It is amazing. (laughs) And I I can't even believe already how many people are using it. It's it's just been amazing. And the network that we're building with all kinds of different ministries in the body. In fact, you introduced me to a great couple Mm -hmm. um, who are just amazing. Mm-hmm. And you know they and, are and God positioned them for this moment to it's help just serve this amazing vision. Amazing what right? they're doing, and they're just listening yeah. because people have never had a voice. They haven't been able mm-hmm. to share, so therefore they could never heal. Right. They weren't allowed to tell anyone. They didn't have anyone praying for them. They, right. you know, so we were able to put intercessors together, listening boards together, counselors, therapists um, that will be able to help them come into yeah. healing. So the moment that solution came, all of a sudden. I felt empowered. Yeah. I thought, okay, the exposure is worth this yeah. because we can do something about that's it. Good. And I believe that that's the heart of the reformer is that when you see, it could be the abortion issue or it could be you know, this issue within the church or it could be even things within government. The education system needs help right now. Yeah. But when the burden of the Lord comes mm-hmm. to you and you see things out of alignment, that's the exposure. But then the solution is right yeah. there too. Yeah. And any one of us can take up yeah. um, take up the cross, follow the Lord, 
and be a voice for him and build something that will change history. I believe especially your generation, the millennials in particular, mm -hmm. I believe are going to be used powerfully mm -hmm. um, as reformers. And yes. These are a huge mass of reformers with loud voices. Now, another thing I want to mention is when God pours out something from heaven, which he's pouring out a reformer anointing right now. Yes, yes. It's poured out upon all flesh, mm -hmm. not just Christian flesh. Yes. So that wow. means the reformer voice, mm -hmm. the essence of it, can be in the unsaved as well for even demonic mm -hmm. agendas. Yeah. And of course, we've already seen that somewhat with the whole same-sex uh, push. Um, you know, the whole gay agenda has been mm -hmm. in, in a demonic way a reformation mm -hmm. but it was because they rose up and pushed it and became a voice for it and built infrastructure mm -hmm. for it and went for it so as a church we need to take that space we cannot ab ad yes. advocate our position we have to move forward yes. with it and yes. so god god is calling us to take our place in this hour yeah i just feel i love that i i feel like there are people who are listening in right now and you're thinking oh that's not me and the truth is, it is because if he's put something on your heart, like maybe you're watching TV and you're a mom, or maybe something's happening at your school. There's a woman here who, something's happening at her school with somebody, and she's like, her son is at school with somebody who teachers are having to call a boy a girl because he prefers to be called a girl. And that's against, you know, it's hitting up against something. Here's the deal. God is going to bring solutions for us to speak up. Right. And, it's we're not ahead of the curve because it's happening yeah. but we can come in and we can regain the territory absolutely and that is protection for all people involved this is also mm -hmm. about the heart of the little boy who's saying he's a little girl who's captivated yes. by a spirit that isn't a true spirit of god, god. Wants everyone free. yeah that's totally. what reformation will ultimately set everyone free yeah. like in the civil war you have those contending to maintain slavery mm -hmm. and those fighting against it. Yeah. Well, we know that um, the the emancipation of slavery was put in place, but those that had believed otherwise were also freed yeah. from the position um, that they didn't even know that they needed freedom from. Wow. But in God's eyes, they were being set free. Yes. So it's a win-win for everyone. When the reformers arise, it really is a win-win for everyone that will embrace it. I love that. Okay, will you pray? We've got a we're we're coming to a close for this interview. Will you pray for those who are tuning in right now or and if maybe you have a word or something, but if you would pray that'd be awesome. Yeah, Father, we just actually right now release that reformer anointing onto the listeners mm -hmm. that they will hear your voice and that they will follow, that they will feel the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. that they will get the blueprints for how to bring solutions. I call them solutionaries, mm -hmm. ones that are going to go forth into society, into the church, into mm -hmm. the cultures of the world and bring your solutions, Lord God, that everyone might enjoy divine alignment with your truth and your ways in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So if you're tuning in and you want to be a part, you have a ministry that brings healing and you want to talk to Voice for Victims for helping be a solution in giving people a voice who have been a victim or you've been a victim and haven't been able to talk to anybody safely, please reach out on Facebook to Voice for Victims and you'll see Patricia's name is um, on that page and you can reach out to Patricia King dot com mm -hmm. you can go to patricia king 
page on Instagram and Patricia King page on Facebook. And you can check out amazing, encouraging content. She dives so much deeper in many ways on this topic and on so many other topics. I'm so grateful for you and I love you. And you are such a, you are somebody who um, I'm so grateful that you've paved away. We don't have to do the hard things you've done because you've done it and you've so freely brought us into it. And hopefully, and I believe that our generation will do hard things as well yes, so that the will. ones coming up don't have to do that. You will. And we can keep sure. going further. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Thank you, you so you much. Too. Thank you guys. You have a great day. Remember, you are set apart. And if you need anything, please message me and I will pray for you and I will be there for you. If you find value in this content, go subscribe, go share, let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. And thank you for being a part of the Set Apart family.